Hey team, welcome back to The Pillars. I'm Tech Sergeant Johanna. And today I'm here with our newest NCO, our NCOIC of Religious Affairs. Tech Sergeant Jacqueline. Welcome. Thank you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I just got here about three weeks ago and I came from Shriver Air Force Base, the 50th Space Wing. I've been in the Air Force for just under 15 years and I'm really excited to be here. That's awesome. Thank you. So when you got this assignment, did you know that you were going to be involved in all these podcasts and so much kind of fanfare? No, I didn't know that right away. Shortly after I got my assignment, I got emails telling me, these are all of the things we do, <laughs> float therapy and podcasts and all of this very innovative, now modern type stuff that I I've heard of in life, but mm -hmm. not in the Chaplain Corps, not in the Air Force. Okay. So when you got that email saying that all this stuff is what we're working on, what are some things that came up in mind? Well, it was a little bit intimidating because anytime you go to a base chapel or an embedded unit, you expect that there's going to be high innovation mm -hmm. um, programs going on at the unit but I never would have expected anything like that. I came from essentially an embedded unit. We didn't have okay. a chapel, we didn't have services, so I was kind of used to that mindset, mm -hmm. but I was not used to hearing about float therapy. Typical things that we did were retreats and picnics mm -hmm. and stuff like that, and I thought we were doing awesome there, but <laughs> then I heard about meditation and float therapy and podcasts and yeah. Five Minutes to Thrive, and I just thought, man, this unit is really, really innovative. Awesome. Yeah. Well, we're so happy that you're here. We Thank really you. know that now that you're here, we're kind of a fuller, kind of more empowered resiliency team. We definitely were missing that aspect. But we have typical questions that we like to ask. And so one of them is, you know, what do you eat for breakfast? Normally, I don't eat breakfast. Coffee is what gets me started in the morning and gets me till lunchtime. However, this morning I was feeling a little out of the ordinary. So I decided to get egg white bites from Starbucks, which okay. are really good. But coffee is my thing for the mornings. Okay. So what does the first hour of your day typically look like? Normally, the first hour of my day is a little bit hectic. I like to wait until the very last minute before I get out of bed because I really appreciate my sleep. Sometimes I stay up a little bit late till 10.30 or 11 because my husband is deployed right now. Mm -hmm. So there's an eight-hour time difference between us and him, so when it's 6 a.m. for him, it's 10 p.m. here, yeah. and I like to stay up so that we have our time to video chat. So I tend to get in bed a little bit late, but I still have to wake up to come to work the next morning. I get up at 6, but my morning is hectic. I have a four-year-old who I have to get up and get ready, mm. and she doesn't like to get up in the mornings. <laughs> I have two dogs I have to feed and let out, and I have to get myself ready, mm -hmm. take my child to daycare. So before I know it, my first hour is gone yeah but it's it's hectic but it also keeps me on my toes and I'm not late to work so I that's guess good. it's working <laughs> that's good um, so when you think of resiliency and your role in the religious affairs career field what what does that look like for me yeah. resiliency is is more of a mindset than it is a physical thing so I really think that resiliency can come in all kinds of ways when I first started hearing the word resiliency pop around from the community support coordinator mm -hmm. or um, airman resilience teams. I just, to me, it was kind of like just a word. 
So I really had to self-reflect on what does resilience mean for me? How does that look in my life? And I've kind of come to the conclusion that it's a mindset. So if I have a positive mindset, I feel like I'm more resilient. I really enjoy running. Mm. And so running for me is a way to just disconnect from things I have going on in my life and really be able to hone in on my personal resilience. But I also enjoy cooking and reading books. My husband's been gone for almost five months. And in that time, I've had to, I got my assignment Mm -hmm. about three weeks after he left. I had to sell a house, buy a house here in Virginia, move across the country with a four-year-old and two Mm -hmm. dogs and all without my husband. And I mean, it was stressful. We had to get a roof replacement on our house in Colorado and an air compressor and all kinds of stuff that I was just like, man, my resilience is really being tested. And I don't know how I am staying resilient during this time. But I also knew that I had to, right? I had to have this Mm -hmm. positive mindset and I had to do things to take care of myself. Otherwise, I would have snapped or broken or Mm -hmm. been like, I can't do this. You know, and I would have conversation with my husband and family members. Like I would say, I'm one more thing away from just breaking down. Mm -hmm. But then that one more thing would come and I think, oh, well, I'm okay. I'm I'm handling this. And then I'd get through that and it would be something else. So Mm -hmm. when I really think about it, it's not anything. I haven't been through anything that anybody else hasn't been through. But definitely in the last five months, my resilience has been tested. But here I am and I live to tell the tale of it. Yeah, and that's really difficult. You know, a PCS alone is difficult, but then you start adding the smaller details on top of it, the little things that we forget during a PCS or like selling a house and all of a sudden they're like, you need a new roof on it. That makes it, excuse me, that much more difficult. Right. Yeah, so that's really good though, that positive mindset. Thank you. So tell us a unique or funny thing about yourself. I don't like the dark. I'm really, it's kind of childish. I'm terrified of the dark. I don't like being in the dark. I don't like um, walking in the dark. I don't like looking in the dark. But I've had to deal with that because, first of all, the time change, it gets dark at like (laughs) 5.15. So I have to just get rid of that mindset. Um, But I really, really love to read psychological thrillers. And that's strange because I don't, I don't like the dark. And here I am reading these super suspenseful thriller type books, but they're just so good. So I had to turn off the what's in the dark (laughs) mindset and just think, okay, I really like this book. So I just read it. Okay. (laughs) So another great question we love to hear people kind of answer is if you had a gigantic billboard that you could put anything on it to tell the world your message, what would it be? One of my favorite quotes is carpe diem, means seize the day. Mm And I, it, we only get one day at a time, right? You can't look back to the past and you can't look forward to the future. So seizing the day really to me means take advantage of this day that you're in. Mm-hmm. Don't look for tomorrow or, oh, back two weeks ago, I should have done this. It's really honing in on this one day and taking advantage of this day that we're in, in the present, because we just don't know when is going to be our last day. So I think it's really important to just stay right here in the moment where we are. 
That's awesome. That is really awesome. Thanks. So if you had um, to look back over the last five years of your career and think something that you've purchased or something that you've come across that really has changed your life, what would that be? It isn't so much a physical item, something that I've bought or seen. Honestly, for me, it has been running. Okay. Five years ago, I actually almost five years to the day, I was in a job that I wasn't happy in. I didn't really have job satisfaction. I had gained a lot of weight. Mm. It put my relationship with my now husband, then boyfriend, on the line. And I wasn't working out, and I was eating really, really unhealthy. And I put on about 40 pounds mm. in less than two years. So then I left that job, returned to my career field. I was in a special duty and went on a deployment about three months after I came back to my career field. And I made up my mind, when I go on this deployment, I'm going to start running. Mm. And I did. It was scary and brutal and the first mile that I ran when I was on this deployment was a 15-minute mile. Mm. That's horrible, right? I mean, that's terrible. Most yeah. people could walk a mile in 15 <laughs> yeah. minutes. And by the time I left that deployment, I ran a mile at 8 minutes and 7 seconds. Wow. So that was, and that was only six months. Yeah. That was groundbreaking for me. And I thought, man, if I can shave basically half my run time and half the time, I can mm -hmm. be a runner. Yeah. And so... I, over the last five years, I've progressively gotten better at running. And back then, five years ago, five years seemed like a lifetime away. But now mm -hmm. looking back, it went by in a flash. Yeah. And since then, I've completed several 5Ks, numerous 10Ks, and two half marathons. Five years ago, I would have thought, half marathon? There's no way I could run 13 miles. But here I've done it twice. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to doing it again. So I would definitely say that running has changed my life over the course of the last five years. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks. Yeah. Are you, do you have those stickers on the back of your I car? I do. I do. I. <laughs> so my I ran a half marathon. We tried it. My husband and I tried to do one a year. He's done a couple of this year. And I, I haven't, admittedly, because I've been so busy with PCSing mm -hmm. and all the things I've had going on. Um, but last November, we went to Florida and ran a 10K on a Saturday and a half marathon on a Sunday. Wow. So I do have a Disney World 19.3 <laughs> sticker. But it every time I look at it, I remind myself, it's more for me. It's not for, mm -hmm. I don't care if other people see it and they're like, oh, wow, she's a runner. Yeah. It's more for me because every time I look at my car, I'm reminded, I did that. In two days, I ran almost 20 miles. And mm -hmm. That's a lot to be proud of when yeah. four years ago, five years ago, I couldn't barely even run a mile. Yeah. So it's a big, it's a big thing for me. And yeah, yeah I do have one of those magnets and I, every day <laughs> I hope, I hope nobody <laughs> steals my magnet because it's a lot of, there's a lot of pride in it for me. Yeah. I'm waiting for the stickers that are that, uh, half of a 5k. Oh, right. That's my <laughs> the, sticker. The yeah. once a year. The once a year. <laughs> yes. See, you know I it. Like it. I like it. You've heard of That's it. Good. Okay. That's good. Um, so. Speaking of resiliency and kind of what you've gone through, what would be a really good message to the airmen when, because there's probably somebody out there right now that is similar to you, maybe where you were five years ago, you know, probably in that situation where they're, you know, contemplating some changes they need to mm -hmm. make. What would be some words of wisdom or advice you could give that airman? I would just recommend them if they're having any kind of thoughts 
they want to make a change but they don't know how to make a change, reach out to somebody who has been there. It doesn't have to be somebody higher ranking than you. It could be your peer mm -hmm. or someone lower ranking than you. First, I would encourage them to just ask around, ask people their life stories because that's where you're really going to get the good information. But I would also encourage them to have a positive mindset. Yeah. You know, if you get stuck in this rut where everything's bad, nothing good mm -hmm. is happening to me, and I feel so negative all the time, you have to be willing to shift your mindset and have a more positive mindset. I really believe that if you, you draw in the energy that you feed out. Mm -hmm. So if you're pushing out positive energy, then positive things are mm -hmm. going to happen to you, right? It may not happen overnight. You're probably not gonna lose 50 pounds overnight or suddenly love reading overnight. Mm -hmm. But over the course of time, you could get used to and yeah. get in a comfortable place. It's gonna hurt and it's probably gonna be tough mm -hmm. and you're gonna be like, wow, why am I doing this? I don't wanna do this anymore. But it's really important not to quit. Like when the times really are tough and suck, just push yeah. and keep going and look back and then or keep you know yeah. looking forward. Then in five years, you're gonna look back and think, man, I don't know why I was so negative. So it's really important just to be positive and yeah. ask for help if you need help or guidance or yeah. just somebody to talk to. That's really good advice. Thank you. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on here and being willing and open with our audience and myself to kind of talk about you and how you got here and, and just how you're excited to be with us today. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you so much thank for having me. Yeah. And thank you guys for watching another episode of uh, The Pillars. Bye. Thank mm -hmm. you.